Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, this is Flip Your Weird with Max. All about creative people that never give up till they reach success and desires and true happiness. And we all need to just like love and support each other and that's what I think this new generation of artists is doing. What's up? Flipping our wig with Max. Hey guys, I hope you are all really good. It's Max. Welcome to Flip Your Wig. This is episode six. Our guest this week was born and raised in North London to American parents. He's been named after a famous jazz musician. Coltrane is a rising star in British soul and R&B and is definitely one to watch. A musician that lays out his deep inner thoughts on production that has this edgy, dark, experimental vibe. He's been inspired by icons like Prince and Marvin Gaye, alongside the rawness of hip-hop heavyweights like Nas and Biggie. That's for me knowing you to find... The release of Coltrane's debut mixtape solidified him as a voice and writer to not ignore. Any comparisons to the incredible Frank Ocean created this bars in the industry, landed him a record deal, great management, and had him recording in both the US and the UK. Lockdown has eased, people are out and about doing their thing. Normally, this time of year, you would be gigging, it would be festival season. So, how are you feeling? For some reason, I went through like my camera roll the other day and was looking through videos of like all like gigs that I did like last year or whatever. I was like, damn, really want to fucking do some gigs. But for me, it's been good. Like, I'm just here, been working a lot, um, trying to. You know, I got out of London for a little bit, which was really good. But yeah, it's all been, it's all been, it's all been good. I've just been really just making a bunch of tunes and uh, trying to stay sane. But yeah, I'm not really all on the whole, like, we go out there and like do all of that stuff. Depending on how you isolate it with family, a friend, a housemate, girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever, I think it really makes a difference to your mental health if you're around somebody that lifts you when you're feeling crap and you lift them when they're feeling crap. Who did you isolate with? I live with my girl, so 
good. Uh, it's really been all right. It's been really nice, to be honest, to be able to just spend a bunch of time like focusing on making music and just spending time with her. It's been really, really nice. It's going to be weird, like spending less time with each other, like when everything like splits up and then I've got to go like do stuff. She's got to go do stuff. Yeah. It's going to be really weird. But but yeah, it's been it's really been normal to me. Like it's just can't really like go out and like eat or whatever. Well done also to you two because there's so many couples during this kind of lockdown COVID nineteen time that have driven each other nuts and split up. Yeah, we did we did good. I've seen the divorce lawyers are going crazy right now again. You actually took some time to raise money for black organizations to support and empower during the time that we've been living in the like the Black Lives Matter, which is such an important movement. And you created these like t-shirts, merchandise, and you sold them online. Um, and, and the reaction was insane. You raised so much money. How the hell did that feel? Because normally you would just be so very busy that you may not have had the time to sit down and think, how can I actually help? For sure. I mean, it's great. It's like, you know, feel really, really, really felt the need to help because and do something because as much as like all of these videos come out in, in, in the news and on the internet and whatever of like black people in America being like harassed and like, you know, murdered by police, it's almost like we as like a like culturally like younger people are just desensitized to it because it happens so much, but it's just so horrible. Um, and I feel like now everyone's come together and realized, yeah, these are all horrible and this keeps happening. And there's so many names that I can even run you off the top of my head and we need to do something about it. Um, so my friend Charlie, who runs a brand called Drama Call, he hit me up and said, uh, I want to do something. I said, let's do it. Uh, and he really did everything. He you know, we came up with him and his friend Ed came up with the design and he got it all shipped and it was like an insane amount of orders. I remember we were on the phone when the orders started coming in and it was just nuts. And we ended up raising a lot of money, which is, feels really good to help. Why I'm scared of going away from you Two sad faces, one big frown Oh, well, cause it ain't no place in you it's the Blue Week podcast. I'm Max. We are all about supporting fresh new talent in film and music that are doing it their own way and making incredible art that just has to be shared. Special guest this week is hot new artist Coltrane. Now, a few years ago, you were on SoundCloud and you dropped this debut project that I know I fell in love with. And then, you know, since then, you've dropped another mixtape. You've also recently done the Heroin EP. But that kid who was on soundcloud did you think at that point when all when everyone was so gassed on the music that this is gonna happen i am gonna kill it i did i did think that it's funny because it's like when i say it now i say oh i never really thought i could actually do it but that's gas like i definitely thought that i could do it i just told people that i didn't think that i could do it because i didn't want to like i don't know like i'm all about manifesting but it's like that's like a person thing like let me keep it to myself let me do my work and um i did always dream of doing it but yeah, it's amazing that we got here and I'm still a long, long way to go. Like, I've been putting out music for like three years now, but I'm still 
and like I've experienced a lot, I've traveled the world, I've done and like, I feel like I've done quite a lot of things, but now it's like, now I know what I'm doing. Do you know what I mean? I didn't know what I was doing at all before. So it's kind of like I'm starting brand new and I've had a lot of like new beginnings this year and at the end of last year, just with like the business side of things. Yeah, I'm like still kind of a newbie, but just a little bit more like tapped in, I guess. You are in a really interesting space musically. We had a guest on last week who I know you're friends with, Ebenezer, and I spoke to him about it as well. And I think the two of you are heavily influenced by American artists. Now I know your parents are both American, but you were raised here. And yeah, you're proud Brits and you love British music too, but there's definitely this this vibe that when we listen to your music, it's got that American sort of vibe about it. And not everybody embraces that always. They feel like, oh my God, it should sound completely um, British or completely one way. Um, I'm wondering, have you felt at all like that has worked against you or made it harder? I think that, I think it's funny because it's like, it wasn't, when I was younger, Mm. it wasn't like cool to like listen to like British, like everyone was listening to American music. All of my friends were listening to American music. Obviously you're still listening to to English music, but I think definitely because of where I grew, like as in like the environment in which I grew up in, I was always listening to American music. Um, But I was never really like listening to like grime or like, do you know what I mean? I was always listening to like American hip hop and R&B. But now there's so much, good like there was a bit of a drought like now there's so much good music coming out of the uk and there's a lot of um amazing like hip-hop artists like you got for drill and whatever and then you've also got a sick uk r&b scene um that's doing a lot of like amazing 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 artists if you could just ring right by my house on the way home after night out are you literally getting in touch with people yourself hitting up their dms and just saying i want to collab because i think um people will look at you and think well you've got really influential management they also look after gia so you are going to get everything laid out to you so um what is the reality it helps like it definitely helps because at the end of the day a lot of people like music is an art form but at the same time music's a business mm. um and a lot of people got to make sure that their business is patterned right. But that's still weird if, like, you know, I, like, get the whole label to do the whole thing. Like, come on, like, that's weird. i got to be able to, like, you know, chat to someone. It's definitely not given to you because most people aren't going to, like, they're not going to give you the time of day unless either one, they know who you are and they mess with your music. And that's probably a given. Like, I'm never going to make a tune with someone if I don't like their music. Mm. I don't like their, their voice or their style or whatever. And I think a lot of people are like that. But it's funny because with Kiana and Clutch, like she actually hit me up on Instagram like at the end of last year and sent me this song that's on her album, which I'm on, which is called Good Girl. Um, I loved it and I I knew like a bunch of her tunes and I really like made Clutch, I sent it to her, she found it was amazing. We spoke on FaceTime a bunch of times and like that we, we could talk or whatever, but I was planning to go out to LA and link her and go and do like a bunch of shows or she had like a release party plan we was going to do a whole thing and then this whole lockdown thing happens so that's funny me talking about how i got a personal relationship whatever and as much as i like, have so much love for kiana and i think she way we still ain't even met right which is crazy the joy of being independent is not only do you get to do everything the way you want but you also don't have that added stress of somebody saying oh my God, your chart position, what radio station, what DJ is playing your music? Um, how many streams have you had on Spotify? 
obviously all those things are still important as an independent artist but I just feel like you have less stress on a time frame for when you've got to achieve those particular milestones you're like what three years now into your musical career do you feel that stress from the label you're signed to a huge label at the moment yeah yeah for sure it's weird Mm. it's weird like this is Paige the co-host of Giggly Squad and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box and if you break it down it really comes out to two dollars a manicure which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Pressure is a funny thing because like, if it was all on like, they say like, live show, right? You know, like, do you feel pressure when you do a live show? It's like, yeah, get a little like, uh, like a couple goosebumps and whatever. But because it's all on me and my band, who I have 100% faith in then it's like, I'm not, I don't really feel that pressure because I know one, I know they've got me and two, I know that I'm going to deliver myself. And even if I don't, I'll pick it up and we'll keep it going. But the funny thing is with the whole pressure thing is when you're involved in like a big thing, you see what for me, I'm worried about myself and I'm worried about what I'm, I can deliver, but I can control that. Yeah. I can't worry about what other, like I can't control. I, I, I can't say in all of the, I can go to the, some of the meetings, but I can't go to all of the meetings and be like, yo, what did you do today? What did you do today? What did you, do you know what I mean? So. No, totally, of course, like who could do that? You did say earlier though, that this year you've been much more hands-on wanting to learn about the business behind the music. Was there any defining factor, anything that happened that made you think I need to be more involved? Joe, you know it was actually, this is something that Dua Lipa told me a long time ago. It was that you got to work harder than everyone else on your team. And that's only something that really resonated with me like recently. She was like, and I've seen her and she does it like, she works just as hard, if not harder than everyone else. So it's like, if you're working mad hard, pushing yourself, doing your bit, always, always delivering, then everyone's gonna be like, I gotta, like, I gotta do that, I gotta pick up, do my thing, so I just gotta do that, I just gotta pattern up. And then you get to support Dua on her arena tour. I mean, you're playing to 
thousands of people um, every night. I mean, how incredible was that? Yeah, it's wild that I did that when I did, actually. Looking back at it, it's actually nuts. Um, I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, it was so fun, man. It's literally like a dream come true. Um, and I've been blessed to even like, even still play. Like, went, I've been to Kosovo twice and done, done shows there, which are just nuts, like crazy people, like crazy amounts of people and so much love. Then like, I've done a lot of shows. I've done the shows, I've done the festival shows where they put you in like a brass slot at like 1.30 in the afternoon in some city that you've never even heard of, or not never even heard of, but I never like dreamed of going to. And there's like four people and like a like done sitting down, like drinking Lucas Aid. And then I've done the shows, which is like, you know, mad people. And I've done the shows from like academies with everyone singing the words. I've really done it all. I know you and Dua have become great friends and she was an early supporter of you. Like I think a couple of years ago when hardly anyone knew who you were, like she was the one that was shouting and screaming, check out this guy, he's talented, he's dope, he's this, he's that. And the love is obviously mutual. You big her up as just as much. But as someone who spent time with her, what is it about her that makes her so special? Because the music is connected. She's like a little pop queen, but she's also so very much um, connected with people and she just always comes across genuinely like lovely and unaffected by her stardom. Yeah, she is mad down to earth. She's mad cool people and she's always like real with it. Like, and people know that, people can see that, people resonate with that. Um, she's always been like very upfront about like a lot of things that she believes in of like all of like LGBTQ plus rights and stuff, this Black Lives Matter stuff, like all of this stuff at like her home country and Kosovo, like she's always really like outspoken about it and like honest and true, true about it. So and I think a lot of people really resonate with that and really like mess with that. Also, she's just mad cool. Man. She's mad nice. So I totally agree. I chatted to her very early on her career and she was a total babe and I still think she is. So the obvious thing is you lot have got to do music together. Do you think that will ever happen? I'd love to write with her. That would be really, really cool. One day. Looking forward to hearing that. Looking forward now, COVID-19, we are all gradually being allowed back out, but still with social distancing. So things aren't back to normal. I know your plans are to gig and tour when everything is back to normal for you, but um, how do you feel just in general about lockdown and this second wave that might be coming? Can't lie, uh, I, um, I thought I had it, right? I thought I had corona, me and my girl both thought that we had it. And I got tested for it the other, like, a week ago. And they said that I didn't have it. But I've been like, oh, we've been isolating, but now it's just like, man, it's the summer. Like, how are you going to make me not go outside? Like, it's so tough. And I understand that someone might, some people might think I'm being irresponsible and blah, 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 blah. But it's like, yo, it's like, you're really expecting it. Like, how many, like 50 million people are in the, uh, in the, uh, England, they're going to all stay inside when it's 30 degrees outside. It is, like, just really difficult because we're all feeling that frustration of, like, wanting to just do all the things that we used to do before. But it's really interesting because we had a guest on early on in the podcast. Um, he's a filmmaker and an actor called Jim Cummings. I love this dude. And he said, you know, he really stressed this and it really connected with me because at the time I think I was a little bit more relaxed about stuff and he said you know his parents are in their 70s so they're older and he wears his mask to protect them more than himself so even just thinking of it in that way that for all of us when we're out having social distance even if we think I'm okay I'm healthy or I'm young 
it's more about the older people and people that aren't as healthy who have health um existing health conditions that need us just to like think about them and i know it's frustrating but i just feel like we have to think like that that's a fact i'm not thinking about myself but like if i go see my mom and my stepdad if i go see if and when i go see them i'm very like i'm not arguing with you i totally agree with you but i'm just the harsh reality of it is like i cannot stay in this flat for three months like another like i can't do that hopefully it doesn't come to that and we will kind of behave and then we're not back in lockdown fingers crossed i absolutely would not want to be in lockdown for another three months either i'm totally with you coltrane so i was wondering you've got obviously your parents are american and you've been raised here but i thought let, let's have a bit of fun although this is pretty serious to be honest um imagine you were prime minister for a day so you were Boris and you're also the president of the United States so you're Trump for a day I know <laughs> what would you do like what would you implement what would be your first change that you think I have to do this one thing in okay my American thing would be to completely restructure and reorganize the police system in America and stop killing unarmed black people in the streets and then in the UK I would do everything that I possibly can to reverse Brexit. I would reverse Brexit and try and get every, I don't know, I just try and like undo all the little slimy things that Boris and his mates have done. I'd commission like the British scientist people to build a time machine to just rewind to just before Brexit and start new. The Flip Your Wig podcast, a space for creative people to share their stories and hopefully inspire you lot. It's a new podcast, by the way, guys, and we've had so many awesome people on already. Special guest today is Coltrane. Before we hear more from him, I just wanted to let you know that our chats with the likes of Tori Kelly, um, writer, director, actor, Jim Cummings, um, Jacob Banks, musician who I absolutely adore, BAFTA Award winner, Mark Jenkins, all of those chats are still available for you to enjoy again. So if you are creative, and you want some inspiration and you've got some time after this chat make sure you check those out as well so Coltrane you dropped the heroin EP last year and you had a few collaborations on there not like every track which was good because obviously that was a conscious decision I'm sure but um it was interesting like Ray Goldlink how do you decide like who you're going to collaborate with I just think that with features it's, it, ha- it can't be like a oh uh... Let me like get the management or the label to like go and hit up this like rapper that I really fuck with. Like, nah, like, that's so whack. Like, I have, like with all of the tunes that I've done, it's been like a I've met the person. I could kick it. I mean, it's funny because all the tunes, apart from the most recent tunes, that the most recent tunes I've had, like we met, we kicked it. Like, it's good vibes. It's like I want to be able to like call someone and be like. Like what's, what's good and like have a relationship with someone before I like make a tune with them. Now the final thing I wanted to chat to you before you go and enjoy the rest of your day with your girlfriend is this. You are a big supporter of women and you work with them so much in your music. Um, 
we touched on Kiana Leday earlier, but also like people like Ray, who's so talented. Um, Mira May, like Rendezvous Track was just fire. You're, you know, you're always supporting women and women love working with you as well. Can you talk to me a little bit about working with these women and what it is about them that makes you just think, yes, you lot rock? Yeah, I mean, all three of them are all so talented in their own right. And so like, like they're so like powerful and like about their business and about their work and so like on job. Like Ray is honestly one of the best writers that I've ever worked with. She's sick. Um, and it's cool. Yeah, I love working with, with uh, I feel like also when working with women, there's a lot less ego. There's a lot less like, I'm like, the I'm this and that. And I like, I don't never really had that um, when working with women before. Um, but yeah, all so sick in their own right. Um, and also just that compliment of like our voice, like all three of those people, our voices really compliment each other, I feel, mm -hmm. just range wise and texture wise. So, and I do anything for you, always Cold Train, it's the Flippy Wig Podcast. Thank you so much for being a guest. Wishing you all the best. Thank you very much. Bye. Guys, if you want to catch up on Cold Train's music, you can. Go to the show notes. There's loads of links there. Subscribe, leave a comment. Let us know who you want on the show. And we'll be back very soon with another podcast. Take care. Bye. 